The NBA playoffs move on as it actually draws some interest. The NFL draft happened and we have a new girlfriend meme. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Once again, the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Crickets. Crickets. No, it's just you and me, brother. That's right. Hey, you know, we persevere sometimes, and it might be my fault we're down a man, but that's okay. You killed Canadian Biggie. I did not mean to. It yeah. was, it was uh, trying to help somebody. Friendly fire. <laughs> Friendly fire. A little bit, but uh, either way, you know, we, we at least had uh, some good developments in the NBA. We got to the second round. We'll get to that. We also got MVP stuff. Um, and then, you know, we didn't really plan on baseball, but I did want to ask just kind of about like Tampa and they, they've hit like a historic start. Have they not? I don't know what the record is currently, but I last I saw was 23 and five and uh, they're doing amazing things. I mean that's uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, but like you talk about that though, and I, I know the and I don't want to toot my own horn here, but the Braves took over the best record in the National League. But the biggest story in the National League right now is the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates and the Cardinals have swapped souls. Yeah, uh, I mean something's happening. So I'm Freaky so intrigued Friday. by the Pirates' fast start that I'm actually going to PNC on Saturday. <laughs> To watch them against the Blue Jays. It would be amazing if there was, you know, a packed house for that. I mean, like, to me, if there's more than 20,000, which... That's that, a good crowd. Anything above 20 is good. So, like, you, you had a great question. Because we're in beginning of May here, a month in. So, right now, the Pirates will be the two seed in the National League. So, what is that stadium going to look like on Saturday? I don't, I don't know. And I don't want to change the subject. But did you see what the A's attendance was uh, in their last home game? 2,500. Yes. Yeah, and, and the majority, uh, majority, the majority, majority of those guys and gals there were protesting with signs, clearly, because their owner is one of the most the most wealthy owners in MLB, yet he don't want to put the product on the field, and he makes his players pay for soda. <laughs> you know what's happened is is your your weird cousin, Mark Davis, you know, who also owned the team. I don't know. They're probably not related, but I'm just saying. Billionaire Do they have owners. the same haircut? They, I don't know. He got it cut, man. Put the bow on the head? I think he got it shaved off. Okay, but, uh, he needed to. Either way, he saw Mark Davis do the move with the Raiders and how well it's worked out for them uh, as as far as profit goes, not necessarily on the field, that he's, you know, he's not thinking he can make money in Oakland. When you got Vegas out there, but um, I don't know. Is there still a contention there? Like, will that get approved? Or oh, they're going to Vegas. I mean, is it, is it pretty much? A sh- I know they've. Already yeah, I, I think it's a done deal. But like, my thing is, but don't the owners still have to like vote and approve and all that? They stuff? do. But why wouldn't they? I mean, like, I mean, I'm with you, but you know, my thing is, is I get it. You're going to make money in Vegas, but like, at least try while you're in Oakland. You have the you have the deep pockets. Like, at least try to put a winner on the field because if you're put, if you're moving a winner from Oakland to Vegas, then it makes it even better. Like when your product is heading to Vegas and it's actually decent. Like when the Raiders came to Vegas, there was pieces there that was like at least intriguing. How much of this is is the real life major league? Is that what this is? I feel like it is right now. Yeah, there's Rachel Phelps and. They're moving the shit to Miami. Like, who's the last person they actually spent money on? Nobody. Right? I mean, They've never had a $100 million contract that I'm aware of. Right? Like, I mean, do they pick... Well, is it Tejada? Do they probably, even, probably Cespedes. Maybe. I mean, but either way, it's like, that. that's the point, is 
they haven't tried to put a product on the field. I can assure you the grounds crew is saying, who the hell are these guys? Right. Like every year. Like who's showing up to the A spring training? Right. You know. But I, you know, it's it's sad, sad state of affairs. And and you know, just speaking of Vegas and whatnot, I, I know we had the NFL draft too. And you know, they've done that in Vegas a couple of times, but your Raiders do not typically draft well. How do you feel like they fared this time out? I was actually impressed with their uh, draft. They went more of a best case or best pick available type thing instead of doing the reaches they typically do. They like to reach for offensive linemen in the first round, and then they cut them like two years later. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm, I'm content with this year's draft. Overall, I saw it was like an A minus. I, w- I wish Biggie was here because the Patriots did they draft a kicker and a punter? I think the Raiders did. The Raiders as well. Like what? Like are, are we trading up for punters now? Yes. <laughs> Is that the state yes, of affairs? Yes. yes. Thought this was supposed to be an offensive league. Uh, I don't. Get, I don't get it. <laughs> we need to big thighs. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh, but the uh, what about your Bengals? All right. They went and got exactly what they needed. You know, they they got a you know a little bit of help on the defensive line and in the secondary so you know that's what they lost in free agency that's so what they probably still super bowl or bust uh yeah man they've done established that now um, yeah it they, feels good doesn't it no it's I, it's, it's surreal, surreal. Yeah. yeah now it's like yeah. the, that was the the fate of great expectations it's real life it doesn't i don't like it you know because it's better being the underdog. It, right. It's it's kind of like in wrestling, man. Right. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin was good in the chase. He didn't you didn't want him to have the belt. You wanted him to chase it so he could yeah. finally get his. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've I've tasted the 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 cake there, so to speak. But uh anyway, the the big thing out of the draft is uh quarterback Will Levis from University of Florida. Did I get drafted in the first round with the rest of the quarterbacks? Why did I think he was out of Kentucky? Or is it, it is Kentucky? Yeah, it's, is it? it's Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, the guy from Florida. I'm sorry, SEC. Yeah, I'm high. Kentucky. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, and, and for the record, I'm not the college football guy. His uh, his girlfriend's now famous, right? Yeah, she's the uh, Russ Wilson 2.0 girlfriend. Yeah. So does that mean we'll never see her again? So they were all there on the red carpet on day one. Because there was a 92% probability he was going to get drafted in the first round. First round came and went. He wasn't drafted. And they have multiple memes out there now with different faces she was making. Like, let's get this over with already. And uh, she's like, you promised me $8 million (laughs) this year. And uh, she she wasn't having it. No. She, uh, you know, she was showing her – Mrs. Mahomes' face there on courtside, you know, yep. like resting bitch face. That was bad. Like to me, get rid of her now. If that's how she gonna act now, you get rid of her now. Mm. That's that uh, probably happened. May not see her again. She's probably gone already. <laughs> if Will was smart, she's gone yesterday. Uh, speaking of uh, Mahomes' wife being a meme, you know, his brother got the news today or yesterday. I guess it maybe yeah. came out. Yeah, uh, I have no idea what it is, but like. The fact that your your brother is uh, making headlines for uh, sexual assault or something. Yeah, like basically, that. what happened was he was he forcibly like kissed some woman and and like she didn't want no part of it. He made sure they were going to kiss, and uh, your buddy Tyrone was 
giving the details on our page. Okay. Uh, but so basically, he's he's in a lot of hot water here, and uh, we're gonna see what happens. So doesn't sound good. No, it mm-hmm. doesn't. So if you're, but he's he's been a menace ever since he's been around. <laughs> it was whole, just a TikTok prank, man. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, is that what it was? It's all for clicks, baby. Probably. That's what it is. Probably. Just, just lay back and enjoy it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the, uh, if you're Patrick, what do you say to him? In his best Kermit voice? Yeah, yeah let me hear your best Kermit uh, voice. I can't. I you can't. can't. Give, give me advice. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not good to be known for what that is, uh, Mr. Uh, what's his name? Jackson Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, like, dude, create your own identity. It's my identity is being on the sideline of my Bubby's games. And like, what makes you think any random girls want to kiss you on the mouth? Maybe, maybe people do. They want to kiss him? I mean, maybe he's got like a hundred million followers. I don't know. Maybe if I kiss him, I'll, I'll be that much closer to Patrick. <laughs> uh, I, I hear his girls into that. <laughs> I don't know. What are they thinking? I don't know. How am I supposed to respond to that? What do you say? I'm just saying, you know how these gold diggers are? I, I ain't saying they're a gold digger. Oh, are you not? <laughs> <laughs> you can finish that one. Hi, mm, mm. Mr. Brown. I need you to fill me in on the NBA. I know we're in the second round, and I got a gripe. I have to get off my chest first. All right, let's hear it. So the second round game started before the first round was completely done. That happens sometimes. It's so weird. I think they should finish, though. Yeah. I mean, just schedule. Maybe not have so many off days where you're, you're trying to get it done before September. You know, maybe we can move things along. But, mm-hmm. uh, I guess the other argument for that is don't go to seven games. But we're talking about the Warriors and the Kings. And uh, I guess Steph Curry decided to go off on a game seven like nobody has in history. Dude, he went nuts, and like he, he even went like in the locker room. He had that pregame speech. The whole team fed off of it, and he was he, he lit into him. Like it wasn't like for the faint of heart. So they're um, on the background right now playing the Lakers here, but uh, you know it, it seemed like the Kings had them on the ropes in that series. It was two zero, right? And then the Warriors came storming back, and Kings forced the game seven. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure the Kings were the most efficient team in NBA history. This year. Really? Yeah. Efficient. Yeah. Man. And coach of the year. So they had a lot of tools there, a lot of pieces. I feel like they're going to come back stronger. Who's their head coach? Mike, Mike Brown. Brown? Okay. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you got Curry, you got Clay, uh, Draymond with his normal an- antics. <laughs> uh, but Steph showed up at what, 50 points? 50, 50 points plus. In game seven. So. Dude, he was unstoppable. So, like, yeah, he can make that three, but, like, people forget. Like, if you overplay him on that three, he's got some handles to where he can go and make his mid-range and some uh, off. He knows how to finish. Dude, he, he does a little bit of everything. He, like, he can finish at the rim for an undersized guy, which I always found impressive because uh, he's you don't think of him as the athletic type like that. Well, the weird part about me here is that the fact that uh, LeBron now, you know, all-time leader in scoring and – one of these two icons is going to be knocked out this series, and this this series could be a potential favorite to win it all, believe it or not, even the Lakers being the team that they were in the play-in. But let's say – Is that just because you think Denver is going to choke? I, I don't know. I just feel like that uh, 
both of these teams are coming on strong. But think about it. As much as LeBron's done, and if Steph Curry ends his career with more championships than LeBron, what does that say? I mean, it says he's a better winner. Six foot three. Yeah, but um, greatest you know, th- shooter of all time. We've had those conversations about people that change the game, and and he's one that has. And you know, it, I, I think Steph Curry is probably as good for TV ratings as any athlete in the NBA. You know, I mean, if he's if he's playing like the Warriors in the finals, man, like people want to see him. They're they're efficient, but um, you know. LeBron, this is the first time he hasn't received a MVP vote. Did you know that? I did. First time in his career. Yep. Biggest year 20. And that's, so uh, I can't get mad at him. Yeah. I mean, that's. A, I'm not a LeBron guy, but my God. It's a hell of an accomplishment. Dude is consistent. Um, and it don't, it don't feel, I don't feel like he gets older. So with this series, do you think LA's got a chance? They're up one zero. I mean, uh, I think it goes six. I think I think Golden State end up, ends up winning in six games. Okay, but I mean that's way better than I, it would have been. I wouldn't be surprised if LA wins. Yeah, I mean, I, I just got this feeling that you know after they made all them moves and whatnot, maybe their chemistry is finally clicking, and you know. We actually might. It's just hard to believe it might be a good team now because they were so bad. Uh, But uh, you know what? That's the way it goes. They've been playing so well that they got Jack Nicholson out of his house for the first time in two or three years. He came. No, he came to the Staples Center. Oh, he actually came. I just saw where somebody saw him on like his balcony. He came to a game. He came to a game. He came to game. Whatever the last game was in L.A. versus the Kings. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, Jack. So I mean, seeing eighty-six-year-old Jack Nicholson, who has he's been hibernating for two or three years, back at courtside at a Lakers game, it warmed my heart. As much as I hate the Lakers now, but I love Jack. Yes, Jack. I mean, almost enough to make you root for the national Lakers. treasure. If it means that we got more Jack at courtside, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, so, um, speaking of. Um, I don't know. I don't have a good transition. Let's talk about the other side. Let's talk about the MVP over there. Uh, since uh, LeBron, you know, didn't get those MVP votes, everybody thought it was between uh, Jokic and uh, Embiid. Embiid ends up winning it. Uh, you know, I feel like it's the right call. I, I feel like it's one of those the things that were um, Jokic has won twice yeah. that they want to mix it up. A recency bias in the opposite effect. Yeah, but to me – and I don't have the stats in front of me, but I feel like Jokic is every time there's a game he plays where you got Embiid who's going to sit out certain critical junctures of certain stretches. Um, I'm not saying Embiid's not a great player, but I feel like M- or, uh, Jokic does everything on the floor. Uh, like so, in Game One against the Celtics, Harden went nuts, and the, and the Sixers still beat the Celtics. I feel like you take Jokic or Jokic, yeah, Jokic out of the first game one against the Suns. There's oh. no way. Oh, they're up 2-0. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm mean, saying. But like, Jokic he's so critical to the Nuggets that if he don't play, they're not winning. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, that's because he's such a facilitator. So if you if you call it MVP and what it really means is being the most valuable player to like, that team, then yeah, it's hard it, to argue. It, it's him. Yeah. It should have been three Pete. Yep. And but we we I, talked about it off the air earlier. I think that's the other part, right? Just because he, he's already won a couple. I think just, so. It's like it eh, mix it up. This is, yeah, it's kind of like that one when uh, Nash won a couple. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like Nash was putting up great numbers. Uh, but, you know, Russell Westbrook for a couple of years. I mean, you know, it's not. Let's, a, let's mix it up. It's not about numbers. Right. It's, it's, sometimes it's about just, you know, recognizing people. Like, you know, if Dame Lillard's anywhere close to putting up numbers like that, they'd love to throw one on him one day. Right. You know, so, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not due, but uh, I think um, I looked it up. Their player efficiency rating was like point three apart from each other. So, they were they were very – They could have went either way. But, I'm just saying, like, we talked about it off the air, and, and I feel like Jokic could have been uh, one of those players – generational talents that could have been good in any decade – and like even in '80s Smash Mouth basketball, like the dude would have would have balled out. So I mean, he's not the smartest, not smartest. <laughs> he's very smart. He's a dumb son. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> he's not the he's not the fastest, most athletic. Not I mean, he's not. I mean, but he you can tell he knows the game, and he he imposes his will, and players don't know how to react to it. I mean, yeah. it's just. He just does it in triple doubles for days. Yeah. So basically, even if you were playing in an era where you didn't have uh, illegal defense or, you know, just the more physical era, his style of play and because of the way he is, it would transcend. He would still. Yeah. I mean, imagine a Kareem or a Bill Lambert having to come out on the perimeter to guard this guy who's facilitating the offense at the number five spot. Yeah. It ain't happening. Yeah. And, you know, it puts pressure on all other positions too. Like, you know, but you're you're delivering a perfect bounce pass to your guard cutting back door. I mean, from the perimeter, and now the big is not in the lane, so there's no one trashing the guy because Lambert's not there to smear nobody. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Yeah, uh, Jokic is fun to watch, man. He really is. Uh, so yeah, he didn't get the MVP, but you know what? He's after the bigger prize. Uh, going to the East, you, you feel like whoever comes out of the West, though, is probably the, the – I, I like the West right now. I really do. Um, the Celtics haven't looked as good as I anticipated There's initially. There's a lot of people criticizing Joe Mazzula now. You know, it's like, He's done a great job for his first year. But you know, they kind of lost a little bit of that spark down the stretch. And, uh, you know, I, I agree with you, but that's – that's the life of being a Boston sports fan of this generation now. No, I agree. They're used to excellence. They've won more titles than any other city has over the last 20 years. So it's it's every year in Boston, really. I mean, and for most of their existence is championship or bust. Yep. So uh, it's, it's amazing how times change. But, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's still early there. It's 1-1 now. Is it one for Boston? Yes, one correct. For, correct. Right. And then, uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit last week on the show about Jimmy Butler going bonkers. Right. You know, does that does that keep going? Do you think, uh, you know, and we're going to talk about Budenholzer too because he got fired, but how do you feel about the other part of the East? Uh, I mean, I think, uh, <laughs> and that's what's funny. I, I remember the Knicks and the – in the heat, you know, when you had your Van Gundy and, <laughs> and legs. that whole series where you had like twelve players suspended in a playoff series. Yeah. And that was your that was amazing. What was that? Early to mid nineties? No, that was uh two thousand. Yeah, because that would have been after Jordan. That was um Yeah, not, yeah, it was it was two thousands. Yeah, it was early two thousands. But like it was it was at least ten players suspended total. Marcus Camby. Yeah, in the middle of a playoff series. But, like, Allie yeah. Houston. So, I mean, that's what I think of immediately. LJ, Larry Johnson. Larry, grandma. Yes, yeah, so I, I think of that Heat and uh, Nick series and where we're getting to revisit that. Um pretty well in those teams. Yeah, maybe. He, he couldn't feed his family on $21 million, <laughs> But, I mean, God bless his heart. <laughs> I mean, hopefully he's okay now. He's probably living on ramen noodles. Yeah. 
But uh, <laughs> I like Thibs as a Knicks coach. Uh, he's all toughness and defense. Um, but I honestly, I know the Knicks are the higher seed. I, I like the Heat to wrap up that series. But either of those teams, you don't feel like can do any real long term. Nah, damage. but the, the, the uh, Heat was the eighth seed. Right. Well, I mean, they were – were they eighth or were they in the play-in? And no, they were in the play-in, but they were the eighth seed. They would have been the eighth. Okay. Because uh, that was the other thing, too. Like, you, you got them and the Lakers both made it to the same right, round. because you had the Bulls versus the Heat, and it was the winner of that got to face the, the – we thought was the beat down by the Bucks, and then, and then the Heat went in there and whipped the Bucks' ass. And they, they got a man fired. Yeah. They, is, that, is that just? Is that just cause? I don't think it's justified at all. I mean, he's a good coach. But I feel like he's always been criticized like, yeah. by the, the basketball media. Like, he's not – you know, because they've had a, a couple playoff collapses, you know, outside of the championship. But I don't know. I I think they – it sounded like they just wanted an excuse in the first-round exit. I mean, I think it's extreme because you had – you know, you have Giannis who does his, he, uh, he does his things. And then you have Middleton who's been hurt almost three-quarters of the season. Yep. And they don't have strong point guard play. So, to me, in a playoff, you need a strong point guard to uh, help calm things down. And they haven't had that. So, to me, them firing a coach over this is ridiculous, in my opinion. The dude is a winner. He's proved it year in and year out. The dude should, I mean, you don't finish as a number one seed and get fired. It's right. crazy. Like, they, we, we did it except for this one time. Like, we were on our way. But – uh you know, this is a guy, was it last year or year before he was coach of the year? Um, yeah. You know, I mean, so it, it's amazing how you can go from uh, zero to hero just like that. But that's the way it goes. For a team like Milwaukee, you should be grateful to have a coach like that. Right. Period. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm he, not he, heard he, anything, but there's no no reason Giannis would want him gone, is there? I haven't heard that, but I can tell you right now, he won't be out of the job long. Uh, you wouldn't think so. He'll get a job quick. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't like if you're Milwaukee, like, what are you looking for? I don't know. I mean, who, who you? I'm just trying to. It, it'll be a big name hire. Mm. Any prediction? Uh, I mean, how long has it been since Mark Jackson's been on the sideline? Oh, man. He's itching to get back. Steve to Kerr it. took all that recognition. Yeah, he wants with, to with come Mark. back. I've heard he wants to so come back to coach. You had you have uh, Mark <laughs> Jack or Steve Kerr taking over for Mark Jackson, taking all the credit, just like uh, Gruden took over for Tony Dungeon, took all that credit. So similar situation. It's a very similar situation. So we'll see. Hmm. We'll see. Man, I <laughs> forgot about uh, Tony Dungy and uh, oh, yeah. that's uh, you remember the picture of him and Brady? Yeah. I, I, that thing still haunts me. Lots of shrooms, right? I thought they were, uh, they were like someone who invited you to dinner and they cooked people. Yeah. I felt like there was some anal probing going on. They might, they might be. Uh, please take us to your political leaders. Exactly. Uh, avocado ice cream or something. Dude, I don't know if anybody's listening has seen that meme, but their eyes couldn't have got any wider. I mean, just Google Tony Dungy. Right. Tom Brady. Why not? But don't. Don't Google that. Yeah. You don't have to say wide eye. You don't think? No. Nah. You know what? We're going to put it to the test right here live. Yeah, just to- you, you text that right now. We're going to do the Google, right? No Bing nonsense. So, so I, I'm going to do Tony Dungy first. I feel like that's a qualifier. And You got to put them together. Tom I think Brady. that's probably the first photo that All pops right, so up. T- Tony Dungy, Tom Brady. Okay. All right, so I'm in search. Ah, yeah, there you go. That's the first one. So, yeah. Google that. Oh, my God. If don't you don't know. 
<laughs> you have nightmares for days. I have nightmares already. All right, Mr. Brown, you and I, we like to talk movies from time to time. I think, I can't remember what we talked about on the show last week, but I uh, went to the theater and saw the new Evil Dead. I was going to ask you about that, too. It was uh, it was startling. It was right. good. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's the right amount of uh, jump scare without right. being a jump scare right, movie. Right. Like, it's just, I don't know. It did a good job. Um, so, is it one of those movies you have to see in the theater? I mean, I think most. So, every horror movie, maybe not most. Maybe every. Every single horror movie you watch in the theater is ten times better. Absolutely. Um, Like, if you're watching them at home, you're distracted. You're not as in tune with it. Like, you can't be sitting there on your cell phone. When you're in a theater, you're isolated. You're watching it. And uh, I was petrified. But I will say, as it got to the, like, third or fourth act, it wasn't quite as scary. Like, you kind of got used to it. But uh, still good. So, how was the misses on scary movies? Um, did she go? Yeah, she wants to go. But how, did she like it? Yeah, like it was like she's like we're going. We went on opening night, man. That was like part of her thing too. So she liked it too. Same thing. She would tell you the same thing. Uh, as the movie went on, you started feeling a little better. But there was a, a one moment, you know, where you know it's pretty, pretty, pretty scary. Yeah, you know? good. Uh, I've got to watch it. You've got you've got me hooked already. I, I like the uh, you know not every possession movie is fun. But the way the Evil Dead does it with the violent take and just going to the extremes is uh, good stuff. It's got one of the best intros where they reveal like the the movie title. I, I can remember seeing it sometime. And uh, I feel like we talked about it earlier, but the Evil Dead series is one of the most underrated horror series that there is. How do you feel about Army of Darkness? The because that's the one, the chainsaw hand. Yeah, I haven't watched it all the way through. To be honest, I mean, it's a little, little campy, yeah. a little goofy, but I I love it though. Like yeah. I'm here for it. Now sure. I love that Bruce Campbell had embraced the role, but he's kind of retired Ash, and there is some Ash references nice. in the movie. Okay, that's all I'll say. I like it, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so as we were discussing movies there a second ago, uh, you know, I'm I'm real big on a lot of '90s movies. You know, I, I've I've seen like I felt like everything. And then you dropped a name on me a second ago that I, I know I've come across it before, but I've never watched it. I recognize the name. What was the name of the movie? True Romance. True Romance. What year did it come out? Do we know? I'm looking right now. Um, but 1993. 1993. Like that's that's in my wheelhouse of movies I would love. Like early 90s flicks are great. Right. Um, so the cast. Amazing. Uh, was incredible. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't even know what the plot of the movie is, but I just went to the cast, and I'm like, it's a it's a who's who of uh, '90s and 2000s actors. Exactly. Uh, it's two hours long. Um, it's it's a uh, it's right in the heading. It's a drama, uh, romance, uh, murder mystery type thing. I feel like I've let my generation down by not seeing it, though. Like, I feel like by it's 2023, I should have seen this already. But name off the cast. You got it in front of you? Um, yeah, it's um, it's in an odd order. So we got Patricia Arquette, Dennis Hopper, Val Kilmer, Gary Oldman, Brad Pitt, Christopher Walken, Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Rappaport, uh, James Gandolfini, um, you say Val Kilmer? Yeah, Val Kilmer. If I didn't say him, we'll say him again. Um, 
And then uh, apparently a, a very young Jack Black. All right, so moral of the story is all you need to know is that there's romance involved and a lot of cocaine involved. I mean... And the mafia. And it's, it takes place in Michigan, Detroit, or something like that? Yeah, and then it transitions to Hollywood. All right. But uh, is, there, um, is there any movies that you know that are like critically acclaimed that people talk about all the time that you just haven't seen. I know you had a couple that in the last several years you've gotten off those lists where Back to the Future being one and the Shawshank Redemption being yeah, another. Even even Bull Durham. Oh, I didn't I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't watch that till after my next surgery. Wow. Man, yeah. being and, a baseball guy. And Field of Dreams. So, bringing us to where we're at now, have you recovered from all that? Is there, or is there any, like, just classic movie out there? You're like, man, I'd, I'd love to, love to finally watch that. Got to make time for it. Uh, I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but the one after that that I've heard everybody talk about so much was The Big Lebowski. Yeah, and I watched it within the last year for the first time. How'd you feel about it? It was good. It was good. I liked it. Okay. I mean, but there's not. I'm trying to think of what uh, there's anything else out there that I haven't seen. I'm sure there is, um, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, here's what's weird for me. So I I love movies and I watched a ton of movies, but then for whatever reason, I'll see it and I'll just skip on past it, and then I, and then I'll watch it. And I'm like, why have I skipped past this for the last two decades? Yeah, basically, and, and that's the. That's the thing. Like, there's there's so much you can consume, and you just you know, as time goes by, you're like, yeah, I've never heard it's good, it's great. And sometimes when everybody tells you something's great, like you're like, I get it. I don't. I'm not going to rush out and see it just so I can be like everybody else talking about it. So you'll you'll just kind of forget them. But uh, you know, I sometimes I'll go back and watch these like real old, um, like I. Would you ever watch Breakfast at Tiffany's? One day I turned that on because I just wanted to watch it. And there is a scene with, uh, I believe it's Mickey Rooney in it. And it's very controversial. And I didn't know it was in the movie when I watched it. And the first thing I did was Google, is Breakfast at Tiffany's racist? It was so bad. But uh, I'll show it to you. I, I can't do it justice. But anyway... Sometimes I love going to back and uh, watch these really old movies just because they're shot in different times and it's amazing what they would do. Like there's a, I got a copy of Song of the South. It's a band Disney movie. It's just, it's weird to watch. So I don't know, do you ever have the desire to go back and watch something old? Yeah, I mean, I have. Uh, (laughs) What was that one that it got pulled off because it was completely racist? Which one? I don't know. It's like a fake Western comedy type thing. Oh, Blazing Saddles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's hell. <laughs> I, I had never seen it. I heard of it. I turned it on and watched it for like the first 15 minutes, and I was like, wow. Um, what about the uh, the Naked Gun? Didn't you recently watch it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Or, or is that something you'd already knew, known very well? Uh, I'm very familiar with Naked Gun. Okay. But like even the opening credits where they're all sitting around world leaders and very racist from the Middle East perspective, and uh, but the whole movie is freaking controversial. It's it's funny when you go back and you watch stuff like that, and and now you're like you don't you can't it, do it. Wouldn't happen like today. No, it's, but it was so good though. No, I mean <laughs> I guess if you're not that 
Throughout Middle Eastern, it's good. It's just good, period. I mean, I have a sense of humor. Right. Like, you, you want to make fun of a straight white male? I mean, by all means, go for it, man. I'm, I'm all for it. Oh, well, they do that now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the world we're living in. We're the joke of the world now. Oh, uh, man. I I had fun talking this evening. I got to leave with this as, as we uh, depart. Um, the, uh, the video I showed you earlier, I was laughing about, was uh, Caitlyn Jenner golfing. Oh, God. And then the people, it was like a roast. Yeah. And they were saying, it was the roast of Caitlyn Jenner yeah, at the like, driving range. They're, they're like, uh, don't, you, don't you miss not being able to pee in the woods? And, they, and it, it was funny. Or she was funny reacting and, and interacting. And with Caitlyn them. said, yes, I missed that. <laughs> yes. Are, are you wearing the same... Pants that you wore when you were in the Olympics, and he said, "No, but it's the same underwear." Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. So is that is is does he wear tidy whities now or just no underwear? I don't know. Uh, oh, I, I got something else I want to ask you about. Big news, global news. You know, here at We Don't Know Sports, it's not just about sports. Sometimes it's about the global spectrum of things. Uh, did you see the drones attack the Kremlin? Did you see this? I did not. There is, I don't know, they, it might be a drone you can buy at Radio Shack, um, which, you know, that's still a store, I'm sure. Uh, but you know what I'm saying, you can buy it anywhere. Looks like somebody flew it over the wall at the Kremlin, they blew it up. Oh, like, no. it's happened twice. It's on video, and the Russians are saying that it was uh, Ukraine doing an assassina- assassination attempt. <laughs> I mean, what, do we think it was Radio Shack? <laughs> Is there still Radio Shack? I don't think so. Maybe it was Radio Shack. Those bastards have been plotting something for years. Um, I heard he's not in good health anyway. <laughs> well, but they, they send these, uh, Ukraine allegedly sends these drones over there. And it's just like, I. what I mean is there, there's no war drone here. It just like looks like a regular right, right, right. control. Right, right, I get something, it. Some, it's some and they're trying time. to say it's an assassination yeah, attempt. Yeah, they tried to kill Vladimir Putin. Okay. Like that. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm sad you haven't seen that. No. I got to show you the video. It'll, it'll have you grip for fear. No wonder he's stressed out on his deathbed. <laughs> uh, it's a great time to be alive. Did you yeah. think, did you thought 2023 would be all of this and more? I mean, each year keeps getting better. Ever since COVID hit. Like, the worst thing someone said is it can't get any worse than this year. Like, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I, every year that happens, I literally just quote REM. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Yeah, that's, that's all you can that's do. That's all you can do. And I really do, because well, guess what? You know, I'm going <laughs> to be me, and if the world blows up, I'm just going to be happy I got what I got. As long as I'm still allowed to be me, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm being me. Me and me, brother. All right. Well, I'm going to be me this weekend. It's supposed to be nice weather. I'm in the 80s, but I got to work. Hopefully, you can enjoy it. But uh, I'll be in Pittsburgh. I'll send you some photos. So, uh, and who are they playing? The Blue uh, Jays. Northern Blue Jays from Canada. We saw that happen down in Detroit last year. Yes. Ugh. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you, you – Pittsburgh's not too far away from yeah. – uh, You think you might see some? Probably see some pool teams. Hey. Yeah, I get some poutine. Yeah, I'm ready. I love it. I'm ready, eh? Ready. Embrace the A. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Thanks for letting us invade your eardrums. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time.